0: Welcome to the latest edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner. I'm AP Hockey rider Steve Wino. Uh, we're going to talk T.J. Oshie's injury. Uh, we're going to talk playoff, uh, the season preview, and, and get some predictions from, from both of us and kind of what, where we see the first month of the season going. Uh, Carl, first, I, I, Andy McNeil, our, our guest last week, messaged me. He put a, a $400 bet on the Capitals to win the Metropolitan Division, $100 on Darcy Esna. So those are his bets. I'm not going to go that rich on it, but I did in our kind of what to know in the season. Pick Darcy Kemper as the Vesna Trophy winner.
1: Wow, that's impressive. Um, I mean, that, that's that's how you win big, right? You go you go with some things that maybe not everybody else is thinking. So it would be it would be interesting to see. It's uh, you know, if you have a good team defensively in front of you, then it gives your goalie a pretty darn good chance to. To win that, but that's that's an aggressive bet. I'm not going to be putting any bets because last time I told someone to make a bet, they they weren't too happy about it because it was, what was, ter- what was the bet, terrible. What was day. the bet you recommended? It was um the Caps in five, I think, against the Panthers <laughs> it was the last bet, and then it was again Caps in six. So uh yeah, it was it was just not not a, not a well, good when bet. When I keep to looking back at last season and, and that series. And, like, the Panthers
0: canning Andrew Burnett and trading Huberto and all this things. It's like, the Panthers played, like, garbage in that series. The Capitals should have won that series.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, 100% they should have won. They, the Florida didn't win that series. The Caps lost yes. that series. You know, that's the best way to put it. But speaking of Huberto, just a second. I saw uh, the quote from uh, – Daryl Sutter? Yeah. Sutter. Yeah, unreal. So for, the, just, for, just for for, just for, the, for those who,
0: who haven't heard this, it's like, basically, like, he's the best passer I've ever seen,
1: like, ever. Ever. ever yeah and he's saying that you know specifically because they had what was known as one of the best passers in in Johnny Goudreau so that's a that's a pretty interesting statement and not surprised at all that that came from his mouth there, there, there's it. no vitriol
0: <laughs> at all I actually wish that Columbus and Calgary played more often because it'd be really fun
1: oh it would be unbelievable yeah I could see I could see uh, Sutter just saying everybody you know what let, let's go after this guy and and really make his life hell because yeah, you that's know, that's that's the way that the old school guys are. So it was yes, pretty the interesting. Most
0: pressing issue for the Capitals uh, in the preseason game against Detroit: TJ Oshie leaves with an upper body injury. Uh, Peter Laviolette said, "Look, this wasn't precautionary. He wasn't coming back. He's going to get reevaluated." Just uh, we 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 both know TJ very well. Uh, how, just your level of concern given kind of the injuries he's had in, in in his career.
1: Yeah, my my concern is is just for for him and his uh, you know what what he wants oh, to do with sure. the rest of his career. You know like I know how badly every player wants to get to a thousand games. And, and I know that that's, that's on his mind. I mean, as as it should be, he's getting so close, but but man, he's just had such terrible luck with these things. It's just one thing after the other that comes up and, you know, they're not, I I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they're necessarily linked, you know, they're, they're kind of, yeah, it's all over the body. Something, something happens and unfortunately guys, some guys are like that, but, the guy's so strong willed that he always finds a way to come back and he has a great training program that allows him to recover pretty darn quick from these injuries as well. So that's, that's something that's working for him, but, but man, an exhibition too. It's like the last thing that you want is to get injured in, in that time. And the same thing with the fans and the team, it's, they, I mean, it's, it's good for, for, for the prospects and the the other guys that are coming in because they have an opportunity to, to show something, but but shoot, this is this is one of the last things the yeah, team needs. I
0: said this on the radio earlier. It's like for an aging team to get through training camp preseason, you just want to get through uninjured. Like we already know Nick's out and Tom's out. The last thing this team needed was a, a skilled player going out of the lineup.
1: Yeah, no kidding. And and so many guys, their their lower body breaks down in training camp breaks. Right? So it's a lot of skating. Yep. It's the first time they've been grinding that hard. And then you start getting yourself into positions on the ice that you're not used to in the summer, you know, having protecting the puck and then getting hit right everybody turns away in the in the summertime and and a lot of a lot of training camp as well because they don't want to hit any of the veteran guys or do anything that's going to get yep. them in trouble so you know all of a sudden you you get put into positions where you're going to get hit and and you're not maybe as as ready as you would be in the regular season or halfway through the season and uh, and yeah your body just unfortunately something something can happen to it so it's just brutal and you know everybody loves tj and he's he's so important in that dressing especially the beginning of the year too to to have the antics and stuff so just just what what
0: do they do without like the handshakes if tj doesn't play like is is there someone else who has to take that that duty over
1: somebody else is gonna have to try i I don't know nobody quite has the energy i don't think that that he brings and and how excited he gets and 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 it seems like he has a handshake with every single player on that team too so it just messes people's uh messes people's routines up. I always remember I had a I had a warm-up thing with uh with Jojo and uh we always make these passes in warm-up and then whenever he wasn't there I was like what the heck am I going to do? <laughs> like it, it didn't feel right. So I would make the passes to nobody. I would just be like, well, this is what I normally do, so I'd start making the plays anyways and there'd be no one to receive them, but it would still be part of the routine. So yeah, I'm not sure how how guys will adjust and I'm sure he'll be upset to not be a part of some of those handshakes at the beginning of the year when so many of them. So get wait, made. so
0: when he when he wasn't out there warm ups, you would just do the same thing as if he were standing there.
1: Yeah, we would make uh, cross ice passes right before the two on ones, and uh, and he was he would always start the drill on the far side, and I would be the uh, second defenseman starting on on the other side, and so we would throw a couple sauce passes. We'd be trying to like thread it through. You know, when everybody was skating around and then they um, yeah, would make our, our last pass and then he would start the drill. And so he wasn't there. So I'm like, well, I'm going to throw one over there, see if anybody will pick it up and then we can start a new thing. <laughs> and and sometimes they would, sometimes they wouldn't. So I just had to make sure that the passes, at least we're getting over there. Then I'd feel I'd feel settled. You know, I, it, I'm telling you, it's stuff. Is I know, weird, especially right before the game, if you don't do what you're normally doing and you're a person who loves routine the way I did it uh it messed with you when i got to montreal and i didn't have i wasn't you know the first in line to do the certain things that i do and have the space i would just be like what the heck is going on out here i, I would have to like go to new areas and carve out a different spot for myself and it was it was frustrating trying to mesh multiple players uh warm-ups warm-up routines together it never is, this fun. stuff
0: is so wacky uh, i'm sure we'll talk about more about this when we come back on happier topic topics too. I have, I have a music thing to bring up and also talk about Alexi Protus and Connor McMichael. Get ready
1: for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady a Netflix live event happening May 5th.
0: Welcome back to All Caps with former capitalist defenseman Carl Alzer. I'm Nathan Cackler, Steve Wino. Um, we're we're going to get to the prospects. I'm going to get to Connor McMichael and, and Alexi Protus But you talking about the warm-up routines reminded me of Kuzi at, at the start of training camp. Someone asked him a question like, where are you going to miss Tom Wilson the most? And without missing a beat, he said, the music in the locker room. And he, like he's like, oh, well, he and Ovi always split the music. And Tom's like, well, now if, if, we're, if we're losing, we need somebody else to, to pick the music if I'm not in there because we can't have Ovi's music all
1: the time. That's a big deal. It is a big deal, surprisingly big deal. Like, you know, it's the same thing if you're out out for a night out, and and uh, and you got great music, and then all of a sudden a new DJ comes in or a new set, whatever, and it's and it's just bad. It doesn't it kills the vibe. We had this when we were in London. We had an unbelievable start to this night, some some throwback uh, hip hop stuff, and then all of a sudden the the vibe changed, and it was this weird stuff nobody had heard, and you could just feel the whole place deflate. So. It's like that in the dressing room too. It's a very, very hard job. You want stuff that a little, you know, everybody can kind of relate to, or songs that they enjoy. And if you have, you know, a little bit too much hardcore Russian techno or anything like that, then you know, nobody can sing to the song. No one, can <laughs> no one knows the words, the right? Head. Yeah, they have no idea what what beat is next. So it's uh, it is it is something that Tom does really well. He he plays to the crowd really well. He knows when to kind of switch things up. Um, and, and he's good with a lot of the current stuff too. So yeah, you, you miss somebody like that. And, uh, and it's, you know, same thing with routine, you know, he knows come in, throw the phone down and let the playlist go. And, and, you know, there's also certain songs that You know, you get into a a winning streak that you like to put on at certain times of of the game or of the when you're getting dressed. So it's just another another thing to think about. And if you're not used to doing it, then, you know, it can be kind of challenging and you get chirped for it all the time.
0: I'm actually working on a story about this, about music in sports in general. And you know who was great about this? Your boy, Max Domi. So I got a chance to talk to Max about this and just his thoughts about like it's hard to please everyone as a locker room DJ. Apparently, Kevin Shattenkirk does it in Anaheim.
1: Yeah, it, well, exactly. There's there. You know who the music guys are because they kind of take take charge right away. And there's different players uh, who are in charge of music sometimes on practice days as well. Like we always had, um, we always had one of the trainers would go in and throw country music on on practice days and stuff like that. And and then once everybody got into the room, you know, sometimes one of the guys would change it to. To something else, but um Saturdays, you know, reggae Saturday, I tried to bring that into to Montreal and you know, some guys liked it, some guys not so much, but but uh, you know, Price was the Carrie Price is a guy that threw on the country music usually in the morning. Sounds and, about right. Yeah, and as the day goes on, you kinda kinda switch to something else. But yeah, Domes would be a guy that um I would and actually Domes and Tom are very similar in this sense, but he'd be a guy that I would text a lot of times like, hey, what's what's the name of this song? And I just have to like, dun, 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 dun. Something like that. And he would he would pick up on it. And I just texted Tom last week. And I said, hey, what's the name of this song? And I played him legit a three second clip of this one I recorded from when we were in New York. And, uh, and he had it for me right away. And I'm like, thank God that there's people like you that know music because I have no idea. I didn't realize Tom Wilson was a human Shazam. He is a human Shazam, 100%. It happens all the time where I I'd, I'd send something or I'd ask like, "Hey, I need a good summer playlist. Like what do you got for me?" And he'd always tell me that these are these are the the new uh the summers, I can't remember what he calls them, but his whatever his summer songs are, and he would he'd send them my way. So yeah, those those people are um, just just another reason why you want a guy like him on your team, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and, and hockey-wise too. And, and so uh, th- this w- this has been a training camp of of kind of figuring things out. Dylan Strom, where is he going to fit? Uh, Connor McMichael, but Alexi Protis, big 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 boy, showed he could play in the league last year. I I, I don't know if he can make the lineup unless T.J. Oshie's not playing. But it's hard to, to say to him, send him to Hershey because he's played incredibly well.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it, it's tough because you like to have a big body on your team. Um, so someone and Anthony
0: Mantha is a big body who yeah. do, is not necessarily that style of. He doesn't use his his size in the way that Tom Wilson uses his size.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just be, so let's go back and think of a, like a Jeff Schultz, right? Yeah. Or a sure. Milan, Yurchina, both those guys, huge bodies sure. out on the ice, but didn't, didn't play what you would expect as a huge body. Look at Zdeno Chara. James he Van Riemsdijk like a little bit like that. Same exact same thing. So you, you get a guy that's a big body that goes out there and plays like that and creates space and, and is a force out there. It's something that everybody's aware of, right? So you need, you need somebody that can go out there and, and make room and, and uh and be a little bit tougher to play against because because it's i mean it's the truth It doesn't matter how good the player is like i'll give johnny Gudro as an example versus a milan lucic right like i'm not worried at all if Gudro's coming in to forecheck me yeah he's a hell of a player tons of skill and and can can pick my pocket for sure but i'm i'm way more aware of what my play is going to be when milan lucic is coming down on me right yeah because because a do I have to I have to make the play but B I don't want to get run through the wall. So I think that just having those guys on your team is is a, a really really nice thing to have, Matt Martin. You know, everybody I think all the caps should know Matt Martin, the Cal Clutterbuck and and Sezikis line in the playoffs the one year. That's a nasty they, line. They were the best team, they were the they were the best line going in hockey and it's not like they were goal scorers any of them. So you just need players like that um out there okay. and yeah, and if, and if they can chip in a little bit offensively too, then then that's that's a bonus, right? So I think that uh, he's he's got a strong case for it. But you know, the, the, it's kind of deep in that in that area of of the team right now of, of who's going to be that guy.
0: Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, well, I'm going to ask who's going to be the guy when we come back on All Caps. I got a bunch of predictions that we're going to try to make about what this team's going to look like this season.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice.
0: Welcome back to All's Caps, the forward defense, capitals defenseman Carl Allsner. I'm AP Hacker, Steve Wynum. We just missed Carl's dogs barking and painters showing up at his house uh, just in time for capital season predictions. Uh, this is not Carl's stupid questions. This is just hockey questions uh, for, for the two of us. Uh, first of all, Carl, okay, where does this team finish in the Metropolitan Division? I've got them finishing second. I, I think I think they're not as good as Carolina regular season-wise. I think the Rangers take a little bit of a step back. Uh, I, I think this is a solid Playoff team finishing second Metro. Sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good bet. Um you have to look at, at what all the other teams did and and uh, where you think that they might step up and just kind of going down really quick. I mean, we, we all think the Flyers might have a bit of a tough time. Um, they're b they're a bad team. They're a bad team. They're a bad yeah. team. I,
0: I, I know towards and all that, they're not a good hockey team.
1: Yeah. Well, if you look like so I'm not I'm not big into looking into exhibition um, no. um, results and stuff like that. But if your team goes, you know, oh and six or one in five or whatever it is, you're probably going to be in one, right? Unless you had, you know, yeah. a lot of guys out and stuff like that. So, you know, they're, they're one of those teams that are, that are in that realm right now. So I don't, I'm not too, not too worried about them. The Islanders, a bit of a wild card, you know, they, they are supposed to be better than, than they were last year. Um, so who's,
0: who's going to score goals for them? Ask me that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Who, exactly. That they, just Barzell and, and freaking Lee, Lee <laughs> that... and,
0: and maybe Brock Nelson and, yeah, it's the same it's the same team. It's Josh Bailey. It's it's Kyle Palmieri. It's the same team.
1: Yeah, there's not too many players that scare you on that team. So that, that I think that they're gonna you're gonna be in trouble. The Devils, you know, they could go either way. They got some they got some uh, talent on that team, but I think they're still lacking in some areas. Um, Columbus, wild card, right? We get they're, they're better. better. Yeah, they got better for sure. No idea exactly how much better they're gonna be. Um, so I don't really think that they are in the mix. And then yes, and you got the 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 good old boys right the penguins rangers caps and uh, and hurricanes right i yeah, agree those 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 are my four they're like uh, th- those are the four i'm i i'm going to go caps third just okay. because i don't know exactly how those other teams are going to be but but i they're going back to that prediction they're definitely going to be a playoff team on paper right now you know i i don't see that not happening both of my my
0: my EP when we did predictions have the capitals missing the playoffs uh, and and Look, if TJ's hurt for a long period of time and they struggle to, to make up for Tom, Tom and Nick being out, okay, fine. But I just I I, I don't see it, and, and the reason I don't see it is a I think Darcy Kemper starts 60 games and wins 40. But the second question I am on here, oh Alex Ovechkin, how many goals does he score? He's 21 away from tying Gordy Howe. I think he does that by January. I, I, I'm I'm going I'm going to go 45 to be very
1: conservative. 45 is conservative so you you yeah okay i was gonna say low 40s um just you, you know I, you're always expecting gonna, there's gonna be some sort of pullback right i'm writing this down so we have yeah. this later okay so let's go i'll, I'll go 42 40, 42 42 I'm, I'm saying that just because you know I, you know some guys injured and stuff like that and we don't know exactly uh yet how the team's gonna be but i'm gonna go 42 it, hoping for the best but kind of expecting you know maybe a little bit of a pullback there although i'm i'm a, I'm a big you know OV goal scoring fan so I want him to score 50 again because I think it's unreal every time he does this
0: as long as it's the same thing I said last year as long as he stays healthy he's going to do it and he always whether he's playing through something he always plays
1: yeah we've yeah. talked about this a lot 100 percent yeah he battles
0: uh okay uh when is Tom Wilson's first game back
1: so I'm looking at the at the calendar right now too there's see their schedule um my my guess right here is they, they go on the road. They play uh December 11th, Winnipeg, and then Chicago. I think he's maybe going to go on that trip and then come home and either play versus Dallas or play versus Toronto. His, uh, you're, you know, hometown were you, team.
0: Were you, were you, reading my mind? I have, I've got, <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got, I also got December 15th. I got December 15th against the Dallas stars.
1: 15th. Okay. So I'll go 17th against Toronto. Cause I think that gives, you know, it's, uh, it's three games. Toronto, um, Detroit, Ottawa. Oh, sorry, four games. Winnipeg, and then a little bit of a break on Christmas. You'll just see how, how things are going. So that's kind of my guess in that area. I'm going to go, you know, Toronto just because that's his team. But, but his before
0: team team. And, and and that's hockey night in Canada on a Saturday night at home against the Leafs. Tom Wilson of all people, the the famous call when he scored the, the overtime winner. Um, I, you know what though? The thing with Tom though, Carl is is that if the team is doing well. It right. gives him more time to not rush back. But knowing Tom the way he is, as soon as he is cleared and they are not worried, he's going to play.
1: Yeah, I agreed completely. That's. Uh, I think that'll probably be a big factor as well. If the team is doing fine and there's any worry whatsoever, like there's no point. There's there's some breaks, right? Come back after Christmas, or maybe not after Christmas because it's the Rangers. You know, take a take that game off. No, 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 no. I don't want that he, to be okay.
0: My, the, the, my, <laughs> my my hot take is he's playing before Christmas.
1: Before Christmas, yeah, exactly. That's
0: that's the show. Okay, I'm with you. what is Nick Backstrom's next game
1: with this team? Ooh, that's a really good question. This is a hard one. Yeah, this is this is a very hard one. Um, oh man, my I, it I honestly I don't know. Um if I had to guess, if there's any sort of worry about playoffs or playoff positioning or anything like that, um I'm going to say maybe sometime right before uh, All-Star break. You know, it's, uh, before the All Star break, okay, so that
0: yeah. so that puts you at something like Thursday the twenty sixth of January. That, that's that right. before Star
1: break year? is yeah. Okay, so that's pretty early, actually. Um, I, for some reason, I thought it was later than that. Uh, I just think that you want to, if he does come back, you put him in for a game where there's you know the the schedule isn't all that crazy, right? You want sure. maybe no back to backs, no back to backs, nothing like that. So. You know, there, there's a there's a point also. You know, right at the end of uh, January, it's a uh, you know the big trip, Phoenix, um, uh, Vegas, Colorado. Maybe go on that trip. You know, schedule's not so crazy. Come back, play Pitt, and then three days in between. So you know, some somewhere around then, I'd say. All right. I'd say January. I'm going to give
0: you. I'm going to give you the entire swath of late January because because okay. I, I as much as I want to see Nick back for his own health and and all of that, I'm going. March first at the Ducks. I think that's that is just after the trade deadline. The trade deadline would be two days earlier. So okay. if you know he's coming back, then you have to have the situation where you got to figure out a, a kind of what's going on with the salary cap, and Brian McClellan has to deal with that. So it gives him time to deal with that at the deadline, and then Nick comes back.
1: Okay, sounds good. Now
0: he that's... plays the final six weeks of the season, uh, and and then into the playoffs, which gets us into our, our final question of the show: How far does this team go? <laughs> Oh, which, which again, like we both think they're a playoff team. So let's so start yeah. with that.
1: Oh, I I hate to say it, but um, you know, as of right now, my guess is is another first round. That's but but uh, I I think it has I think there's potential to be into the second round there. But let's let's go with. First round, so I can leave uh, second round open for you.
0: I'm going to leave, uh, yeah, I'm going to take I'm gonna take second round. I, <laughs> I don't know if they can beat Carolina. I do think they can beat the Rangers. I still think that if they had won those games at the end of last year and played the Rangers. I know the Rangers went to the East final. I still think they could have caught the Rangers. And, and, and the Penguins, really, with the injury and happened to Crosby, is why they blew that series. Jacob Trouba sa- said to me, it's like, look, we were in the Eastern final, but we were also a game away from losing in five in the first round. So yeah. I, I look at that division. I do see that. The, a season team wanting to lose. I think they can make another run if things go right. Like I think if if you get Nick back and Nick's himself and Tom's back and he's fresher and Connor Brown's still on this team and Lars Eller and all these guys in contract years too. I think there's a chance they could win a playoff series.
1: Yeah, I oh, know I agree with you. Uh, they ha- they have a- they have a goalie. You know that can do it for him too. So that's that's. I think that's a big thing for this team. That's where I'm at. Uh,
0: real quick, uh, alumni weekend, uh, all the stuff coming up this weekend. What are you going to be doing before before we go? What, what what's the, the the kind of weekend vibe for for all these alums back in town?
1: Well, I'm I'm actually really excited about it. I think they've um, they've, they've put a lot of time and effort into planning this. Um, it's one of the things that I put. I think elevates organizations uh, for the at least on the player standpoint that. When, when they, uh, when they have something for the alumni to take part in and still get together, um, and, and see all the players that are from the past and then mixing them with current players as well, which is what we are doing, um, for some of these events. I think that's amazing. So we have, um, kind of like a, a get together tonight, just a welcome, a welcome hangout session. So everybody that's coming to town, I think we have something like 20, 20 or so players that are going to be there, um, and then we are going to be going to the exhibition game, which is on Saturday. Saturday, um, we have a Stars and Spirits event on Friday, which will be really fun. That's down in Union Market. Which uh, I think, I think of all the events, that's going to be that's going to be the one. To You're going to have fun at that one. We're going to have fun at that one. A lot of the guys are coming. They're what some of their wives are going to be in town as well. So it's kind of a big, a big party. Plus, um, you can buy tickets for it to come too. So it's going to be seeing seeing. Current players, former players, in a relaxed environment, that uh, usually ends up being being pretty fun. You get get some good conversation going. So there's that. We're gonna do some stuff on ice uh, for learn to play, as well as some uh, I think some adult uh, sessions as well. So it's it's a it's a full weekend. It's three and a half or so days of of stuff. But I think it really unites the alumni um, and shows the, the current players that you know th- there is something after hockey. You can have a pretty cool group to. To come and hang out with once a year be a part of the organization still part of the community still and uh we're gonna get some sweet blazers as well so we look <laughs> like a, a united front which is just gonna be fun
0: you guys are gonna enjoy that i'm not gonna be there the snally Gaster beer festival is downtown on saturday uh like <laughs> 403 beers are available so i will not be there i, I will be that 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 is my day off uh enjoy that and thanks everybody for listening to OScast.